Welcome to Silk Digital Marketing Mastery, your go-to podcast for elevating your digital marketing success as a female business owner. I'm your host, Sam, founder of Silk Digital, with over six years of experience working with clients from startups to established brands. Each week, my guests and I will provide insider knowledge and expert guidance on social media, email marketing, digital advertising, and more. On this show, you can expect to learn how to create irresistible marketing messages that connect with your dream customers, establish an unbreakable brand identity that they can't help but trust, and develop a holistic approach to your marketing that supports your business goals. I know that as a female entrepreneur, you face unique challenges when it comes to building your brand and growing your business. That's why I'm here to provide you with the tools, strategies, and insights you need to take control of your marketing and achieve your goals. So whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, this podcast is for you. Get ready to learn, be inspired, and take your digital marketing game to the next level. Hello, and welcome back to the Silk Digital Marketing Mastery Podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, then welcome. I'm your host, Sam, and I'm excited that you are joining me today and tuning in on this juicy episode all about TikTok content creation. So this is the second episode to a two-part series of all about TikTok for brands. Part one, I will leave in the show notes below. If you haven't tuned in, I do recommend checking it out because it definitely will give you a good background info and a good introduction into TikTok for your brand and why it's important. My predictions and I guess analysis of where this platform and social media in general is heading and how TikTok plays a part in that. So yeah, check it out. It'll be in the show notes, but I don't want to leave you lingering and hanging for too long. I want to get straight into today's episode because I know a lot of brands are really keen to get a better understanding of how to utilize TikTok because everyone's out there saying you've got to do it. But I want to share with you my framework on creating content specifically for this platform because we do see a lot of brands just taking what they've shared on Instagram say a video, for example, an Instagram reel, and then applying it to TikTok and wondering why it's not working. Two different platforms, my friend. We have to take a little bit of a different approach. And with that, there is a new way of doing that. And that means a new way of marketing. And I want to share that with you today. So let's jump into the episode. So the number one thing, no matter what you do in your marketing, you got to know your audience. You have to know who the hell you are talking to and wanting to work with and sell to. And I don't just mean your simple, basic ass, you know, demographics of they're a female and they live in Australia and they are between the ages of 20 and 30. No, 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 no. We've got to get deeper than that. We have to get deeper. And this is where I always talk about strategy, but this is where that really plays a big part. And honestly, I'll be talking about that throughout the whole episode, but knowing your audience and having clear definition of their pain points, their psychographics, their basically what they do, where they live in terms of how they live and where they're consuming content, like their platform usage. I guess even we go as deep as the identity that they're wanting to portray and have. You know, everybody has these aspirations and I want you to know that about your target audience. It might seem a bit ridiculous, but trust me, it makes it a million, trillion, billion times easier to create content, especially when you have all this laid out. And this is where the strategies that I create 
will be really beneficial because it includes all of this. And I will either, I can help you do that through consultation or actually do it for you. But number one thing, you've got to know your audience because if you don't have a clear definition of your audience, then they basically say you try and talk to everybody, you talk to nobody. And it's so true. And especially on TikTok, because you have to really, I don't want to say niche down, but you just have to have a purpose as well behind why you're using the platform. And this is important and it goes hand in hand with knowing your audience and knowing your why, because I feel like you have two choices on TikTok. You can post pretty videos and, you know, give your two cents and kind of just hope for the best and just say that, you know, I've got a presence on the platform. I'm doing it. I'm doing TikTok. Yeah. I mean, you are, but are you seeing any result from it? Then the other side of the coin is you can have this amazing platform to be able to build connection and create a community and build that loyal following of brand advocates because we see that. And that to me is what defines success on TikTok. And you're going to build an audience when you give people a reason to connect with you. And that is always underneath just surface level content. And this is why just posting pretty pictures or trending sounds or not showing your face isn't enough because people aren't connecting to that. And I could go on and on and on about the psychology behind human connection and marketing and all of that, but there's, it's all science backed. It's just in human nature. We crave that connection, whether you like it or not, it's like in you. And as I said, I feel people on TikTok that are doing it well and that are successful, whether they're just creators. So TikTok creator is like the new version of, I suppose, I don't want to group it together with an influencer, but essentially it's somebody that's on the platform creating content. They're almost like it's their own personal brand per se. And then you've got obviously, yes, your brands and businesses on TikTok. So when I refer to the word creator, that is what I mean. But where was I going with that? Yes. So there are creators on there that have success and they have this successful personal brand because they have built up connection. And then that's where all these brand deals and, you know, their own businesses and different things that they've got on the works all come together because they've already built that foundation of audience. Um, And this is what I'm really, really strongly preaching is what is going to help you really find success on TikTok is when you have that core audience, that, you know, community vibe because brands can then apply that too. And I have used her in so many examples in my podcast and I just feel like she is doing it so well both for her own personal brand and also her business is Brittany Lee Saunders. She has Fate the Label, which is a clothing brand. And this is a true example of how she, this is a true example of the success you can have as a business by creating a community and connection using TikTok. And she is that in a nutshell. Just on a side note too, and it comes to beginning your TikTok journey and starting out on the platform, I do think it is important to experiment with different content styles. And this is where trying different things to see what works will really help. But then in saying that too, you still need to have purpose and reason behind each piece of content. And this probably is going to seem like a lot of work and it is, but 
If you want the success and you're in it for the right reasons, it will come easily and it will be something you enjoy doing. It won't feel like it's hard work or, you know, you're not going to be complaining about the effort that you have to put in because you actually love doing it. And if you don't love doing it, then you might want to pay somebody that does because you will struggle and that will just shine through in your content that you really don't want to be doing it. So again, you've got the choice here. I feel the biggest thing that for me being in the industry and even creating content now for this platform, I see so many people complaining it's not working for them, but they're not trying and they want the success without actually taking the journey essentially. So the energetics behind it all is super important. But once you have a clear understanding of your audience and you've got your purpose, you've got your reason for why you want to post on TikTok. So now it's time to actually start planning out and creating your content. So again, I would plan everything. Don't just sort of jump in and start filming. Have a bit of a outline of the type of video you want to post, why you're posting it, and a bit of a script. And this will be applied for all of your videos that you're creating. But I follow the, and this is actually can be applied on Instagram content too, but the content's core three categories or the three C's to content is what I like to refer to. So we have coveted content, we have connective content and controversial content. So each of these themes or topics or pillars, whatever you want to refer to as, I'm calling it a category. And this is in no particular order. These are just like your old school, you know, educational, inspirational, what else, promotional, all of those old school content pillars. These are like replacing that. These are the new updated fresh versions of content pillars. And these are what I have come up with the three C's of content creation. So your coveted content is content that aims to inspire and captivate your audience. You know, it's igniting their desire for a similar lifestyle or experience that is showcased in the content. And you can effectively convey value and even educational aspects of that lifestyle that will really inspire and provide that aspirational feel. Like, You could do this in a sense where, from an educational point of view, providing education, for example, if I'm going to use my business, providing educational content in the form of showcasing a strategy um, that I have created for a client and showing, you know, I guess explaining the reasons to why it is and kind of educating my audience in that sense. But that is still aspirational because the person viewing that might want, may think, oh my God, I really want that. Like I aspire to have something like that myself and I want to work with her because I want that strategy done for me. I want my ads or my emails to look like that. So you can see how that really hits that aspirational coveted piece of content. Then we have the connection content. So this is really content that will foster a sense of connection and relatability with your audience by sharing you know, experiences that they can relate to or emotions and feelings. So think of your audience like they are then going to have the thought of, I'm exactly the same. I feel that same way. And for me, as an example, this could be me sharing my business experience of how I started off and really struggled to work two jobs and have my business and find time to hang out with family and friends and still exercise, you know, it doesn't have to be so broad and so many stories in one, but 
pick a theme for that, say, video topic. So, you know, the struggle that I face trying to work two jobs and get my business off the ground and create that connection through there because I am assured that there are many business owners who have shared that same experience themselves in their own way and can relate to that. And number three, my favorite, I think, is controversial content. So this is content, I mean, it says it all in the name, but it's content that dares to question or challenge commonly accepted beliefs and opinions, often going against the mainstream in your industry or just in social settings or in general. And it really helps to start discussion and debate. And I honestly think that if you don't have opinions on things and you're not sharing controversial content because you don't want to ruffle any feathers or upset anybody or, you know, that people pleaser in you is coming out, then you might be still creating great content, but it's not actually going to really land and people aren't, it's not going to be rememberable. You know, I'm sure you can think of people that whose content you've come across and whether you've agreed with them strongly or you've disagreed with them strongly, I'm sure that you can remember. And that's the thing, it's leaving that mark. You really want to use this piece of content to stand out, be seen. And this is where people that are going to be those loyal, big brand advocates will actually love you even more because it's going to attract those people that agree with what you're saying. And for me, if I use the example of, you know, saying Instagram's a dying platform, if you're still focusing on that in your business, then you're going to fail. There are people that are going to freak out and disagree with me and hate me for saying that because they are using Instagram and they do see it work for their business, which power to you. But the people that are seeing amazing results with TikTok and Instagram is like a meh platform, they're going to agree and will create that connection and they'll, you know, leave a comment. I've had people leave comments on videos that I've created for my own personal brand and not that they're super hateful. They're obviously disagreeing with what I'm saying and essentially that's the whole point of the piece of content getting put out because I know people are going to disagree. I know that people are going to leave a comment and have something to say because it's going against what they're doing and that's the whole point because then that's going to push it out. My most popular viral video that I have created on TikTok was a controversial video. And I mean, when we're talking controversy, it was about a pair of sneakers that I didn't think were cool anymore or in fashion or stylish, whatever you want to say. And people got upset about it. And I knew that they would. And that is exactly why I created that piece of content. Now, yes, I agree with what I was saying, but It's finding those things within your industry, your niche. Like we could look at, and I've shared this example on my Instagram before, we could look at say as a skin clinic, right? Or somebody in skincare or even um, in health and wellness, whatever it might be. But if you're in that industry and you're saying, you know, I don't agree with people wearing sunscreen. I think it's bad for you. The chemicals in it are bad for your body. It's highly toxic, this, that, and the other. There are going to be so many people that disagree with you. So many but you're standing out against the grain. And I know that that would be still a common belief by people like yourself if you're sharing that. You'll find your people and you will find your people through controversial content. Now, I want to preface that this doesn't mean being racist or political or anything like that in that negative aspect. You 
your brand doesn't have to and you know in my opinion shouldn't actually be voicing those particular things but it, it can be about the silliest thing within your niche or something that you see that everybody does in your industry that you don't do and don't agree with it's just finding those things and this is where planning and brainstorming and having a purpose too will help you in creating this type of content so you've probably heard about hooks um, and if you haven't then hooks are something that are really important in your content because you're hooking people with a line essentially and capturing their attention now scrolling through tiktok everybody has a very short attention span and this is why hooks are key and it's funny because over time you start noticing people using hooks and they start using the same hooks and then that becomes something that people just scroll on past now so you have to really be on top of being authentic and creative and coming up with your own kind of hooks essentially because otherwise if you're kind of repurposing the same old hook over again or what you're seeing everybody else do it's just again not sending out it's going to get mixed up in the massive video so an example of a hook and again tweak this to suit you but I'm just giving you an example so you actually understand the metaphor of a hook let's just say all right for a product business right if you want to fill in the blank smell feel become etc like again fill in the blank try your product let's just go back to skincare again you've got this amazing moisturizer if you want to become this glowing goddess like I don't know, a celebrity, then you need to try this product. That was probably a bad example, but you understand what I'm saying, right? I'm trying to fill in the blanks. What else? Or, okay, here's another one. Let's say you're a PT, but we need to get more specific. Let's say you're a female hormonal specialist. Yeah, let's do that as an example. Something that's really niche. I'm a Dalmatian dog walker and I start every session by teaching them a new trick like I know that is so ridiculous and so niche but that is calling out if you were posting that and you were trying to get more clients as a dog walker who only walks Dalmatian dogs straight away people that have Dalmatian dogs are going to be like oh yep that's me I mean quite a broad and over-the-top example but basically you could be like I'm a whatever your title is and get specific and I start every session by XYZ. Another example could be you're getting X all wrong. So something you're seeing a lot of your customers or clients do incorrectly. Hate to break it to you, but dot, 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 whatever that might be. Again, something that you're seeing done wrong, wrong in your industry, something that your customers aren't doing. And one more, let's say I have a PSA for all of the and your audience identity out there. So you can really see how it's kind of straight away calling out to your specific target audience or really making it known who you are and what you do, because that is what is going to stop the scroll of people that you want to attract into your business. And you want people to see your videos because ideally they're the ones that are going to engage with you. So you've got your three C's of content. You've understand what hooks are now. Then it comes also down to kind of having an idea of how you're actually going to film the content. So there are different styles that you can film and different ways. So this like kind of includes, you know, your normal face to camera, 
or maybe you're filming yourself doing something like packing an order or giving a facial. Maybe you're trying on new styles that have just arrived on in your store, applying your skin products, you know, making a recipe. You've also got your green screen. So green screen is having, you know, the background, whether it's like text or a website or, you know, even a product on your website. Um, and then you've got your face over the top of that. So that's like a feature filter thing on TikTok that you can do. And then you're t- kind of talking about that picture or video in the background. You could do, you know, a f- a, not so much a face to camera, but as I said before, if you're filming yourself doing something and actually talking through doing it. So you're giving a client a treatment and you're talking through what treatment it is, blah, blah, blah. Or you're pre-recording footage and then applying a voiceover over the top. So you're doing something and then you're not actually talking to the camera there, but you've got a voiceover over the top. So yeah, you can see that there are heaps of different styles of um, actually filming the content. It's not just always showing up and recording yourself face to camera. Uh, If you are, I mean, this goes for all video footage that you're filming, really make sure that you have good lighting. If you can have natural lighting that is high quality, great. I also recommend filming in with your back camera, not your front camera, and making sure you have great sound quality. If you need to buy a microphone, you can get them quite cheap from Kmart. Buy a tripod, again, really good investment, cheap too. And then if you need artificial light, you can buy, I think I got mine from Amazon and it's like this little portable square light. You just clip it onto your phone and it is really great if you're finding that, yeah, you just don't have great natural lighting. Even thinking about when you are filming, say there's the motion in the start of the video. So that's kind of stuff really stops the scroll. So say you're doing something like you're taking a sip of tea and then putting it down, or you've kind of like spun around on a chair or something, you know, you've got that like motion to begin with that's like it does, it captures your attention. It's like if you see something kind of rush past you really quickly, you kind of look. That's the same with scrolling online. So those are sort of just some side tips on creating high quality content. And always film with your actual camera app, like the native camera app on your phone. Don't film in the platform because you want to then upload it to video editing tools like CapCut. That's what I use and I find that is the best. You can get a free version or it's like I think $15 or something a month for the pro version, which I recommend upgrading to. And yeah, that way you've always got that content and you can then repurpose it onto Instagram because the biggest sin that I see so many businesses do, so many people on both Instagram Reels and TikTok is they'll film a video in TikTok, upload it to TikTok, it saves their phone, it's got the TikTok watermark, then they're uploading it on Instagram and you can see the TikTok reel, uh, the TikTok watermark. That is a big fat no. Do not do that. I even see people doing ads and they're advertising a TikTok video with a TikTok watermark on Facebook or Instagram. Please do not do that. That is why filming in your native camera on your f- iPhone or if you're a Samsung gal, then on your Samsung, but yeah, filming it actually in your camera roll and then it's saved there and then you upload it to CapCut, edit it, you've got the copies, it's all happy days. Then when it comes to actually adding captions too, another thing I see is 
TikTok has its own caption and copy versions of the font. So again, if you're saving it and uploading it to Instagram, sorry, yeah, if you're saving it and uploading it to Instagram and it's got the TikTok font, it doesn't align with the platform. And these are the small little things that I notice because yes, I am an expert in this field and it does make all the difference. It really does. People say, and I don't know if I believe this or this is a myth, but maybe I'm just going to scare you with it and say that if you're posting Instagram reels to TikTok and it has the Instagram font and the Instagram captions and the Instagram watermark, TikTok ain't going to like it. So the algorithm is like, hell no, we're not putting this Instagram logo out on our TikTok platform. So you get no views. Now, again, don't know if that's true, but why risk it if you're creating amazing content and you're they're the one percenters that really make all the difference? And you can tell I'm really starting to get passionate about this because it's something so simple that can be really make or break to your content. So when it comes to the hashtags and captions and things, to be honest, that kind of stuff isn't as important as the actual quality and value of the content you're putting out. I am yet to even believe that because I've used a certain hashtag, my video has done better than others. I don't believe that. So I wouldn't be too focused on that. Just keeping it short and sweet if you need to, to the point relative to the video content in terms of your captions and your hashtags. But again, that could be something you can test yourself is seeing if you're using hashtags. Make sure the hashtags are relevant to the video content though. I do feel like when it comes to trending sounds, yes, they can be helpful to get eyes onto your video, but that's not going to help create that connection. So yes, you can use trending sounds here and there and create videos around that, but I really encourage you to get confident with speaking to the camera and speaking in voiceovers and just showing your face. A question that I get asked a lot and see a lot of people talking about online too is, do I need to show my face on the platform? And I did answer this in the last episode. I believe that you do, yes. And you need to be showing your face in the first three seconds of the video because, again, people are connecting with it. If they don't see anything, again, it's kind of like, oh, just a trending sound with nobody. It's just a thing you just scroll on past. Like You've got to get people's attention that's what's going to make you stand out. That's what's going to get you visible. That's what's going to help you be successful is just being authentic and creating connection. So I think that covers everything that I want to share with you when it comes to creating content. The Don't want to overwhelm you too much because that is a lot. But if you are struggling with even knowing how to use a platform or if you are wanting more help and structure with the strategy overall, then I have two ways for us to work together in that sense. So I do offer done-for-you strategies where it is like a full in-depth document. We're auditing everything you're doing and I'm providing the insight and opportunities, a bit of a, like a plan of where your business should be heading in terms of its digital marketing presence. We go deep into your audience and really understanding who they are, their pain points, your why, your purpose, and how you can leverage each platform. Even if it's not something you implement straight away, but you have a bit of a map or a plan to get you to that point. So that is the done for you strategies. 
we can go deep and just focus on all platforms or I do have options if it's just a single platform that you're wanting to focus on. Let's say it's just TikTok. We can put together a TikTok strategy for you. Or I offer business consulting. So with the business consulting, this will be fortnightly or monthly calls. And again, we follow just a really great foundational framework that covers everything in your marketing sphere. So we've got, you know, covering things like your website, organic social, put actually creating a strategy together. So rather than me doing it for you, I'll do it with you and give you the tools necessary to create one for yourself. And basically this is a really great way to have somebody that knows what they're doing and can see from an outsider perspective where your opportunities lie. And even, you know, when things come up, with analytics and things like that. I find a lot of businesses get these reports and they're like, but I don't know what that means or how to take action from that. It's having somebody in your corner that will be able to guide you with that and help you dissect it and understand it. And I really love this service because the clients that I've worked with in this, they've just learned so much and feel so much more empowered in being able to actually take all these tools and templates and guidance and They have answers to all their questions now and they have seen such a great result in that because we've really built a solid foundation and they have a proper strategy and plan and how to really leverage and nail their digital marketing. So if you're interested in either of those done for you or done with you services, then send me a message on Instagram and we can chat some more about pricing and how that works and if you are the right fit. But again, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am TikTok obsessed and I will continue to share as much insight and information as I can with you around this topic because as we know, digital marketing, social media is rapidly growing. It changes every single day. So that's why for me, I'm super passionate about keeping on top of trends and actually not trends, keeping on top of new changes and just what's working and what's not and sharing that with you. So you're across it as well. If you really enjoyed this episode, I would love if you could leave me a review on Apple or Spotify, wherever you are listening. And let me know if you have any questions around TikTok or how you're finding the platform or if you've even started yourself on there, because I want to come and check out what you're doing and follow along and yeah, see how you're going. So until next time, I will chat to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me today. Don't forget, you can learn more about my free resources that will help you scale your business by going to my website, www.silkhyphendigital.com.au. And you can always find the links and resources mentioned in today's episode over there too. I would love for you to come say hi over on Instagram at silkdigital underscore. Thanks so much and I'll see you in the next episode.